0: Welcome to the LSAT Habits Podcast, where in each episode we present key habits you can master to study smarter, save time, and raise your LSAT score. I'm your host and instructor, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. So today's episode is about using your time effectively, and there are plenty of uh, plenty of I guess podcast episodes we could do on managing your time, and I'll probably explore it more in the future certainly, but um, just a broader idea of how to use your time, and I, I, yeah, I think one thing I really want to get across is being careful about. Trying to do too much. I think it is important to pace yourself, and I, the you know the, the guideline I usually recommend. You probably heard me say this before: less is better, less is more. Um, so I'll give you an example, and I think a lot of people could deal with this. At the time, as, as 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 I'm broadcasting this, uh, as I'm excuse me, as I'm recording this podcast episode, we're still in the middle of the pandemic and COVID nineteen. Things have gotten bigger, but there's still a good amount of working from home and studying from home. Um, And so, you know, in terms of studying, right, there are advantages and disadvantages to it. But overall, it's still like, hey, I want to use this time, use it well. Um, uh, Students come to me that are either in the middle of school, or maybe they're on break, or maybe they've been out of school for a while, but they've got a full-time job, or maybe they've been laid off and they have all this time and until they get a new job, they want to make this their their job, if you will. So I want to just address the idea of how to use your time well. Uh, Whether you've got little pockets of time, or frankly, if you're between jobs or about to start, you have some time before you're starting a job and you've got eight hours a day where you're not working and you can make this your quote unquote full-time job, if you will, how do you use this time? And I think um, as counterintuitive as it might seem, so a lot of students, you might think, oh, well, great, if, I, if I'm not working, if I'm not in school, if I could essentially make this my full-time job, then um, that's the ideal, that's a good thing. Not necessarily, uh, for reasons we're going to get into. Now, don't get me wrong, it's great to have extra time, but when you have that time, this is not something you could study for, for eight hours a day. We're going to get into why in a moment. Um, but let me tell this with some perspective of my experience. Um, when I was studying for the exam, I, I'd been in different places. There were times when I was working full time. There was times you know, I was studying. There was times I was working part time. And there was a period where I was la- laid off. And um, I remember getting laid off from my job, and I had this sort of epiphany. And I thought, okay, well, it was frustrating, and I wanted to go back to work, but it wasn't happening as soon as I liked. And so, I remember I had this epiphany where I thought, okay. Until I find another job, you know, until I can get this other job, until I get hired, when I'm not looking for work, I'm going to be studying for the LSAT. And so I would essentially make this my my job. I remember telling my brother at the time, very supportive, and he's like, oh, this is great, you should do it for eight hours a week, eight hours a day, excuse me, 40 hours a week. And then I stopped, and I thought about it for a second. I realized, wait a second, got to be careful here, because I knew enough then to realize that the the kind of work we do in studying for the LSAT is very intense. It's not like a typical job where you've got this mix of deep and shallow work where you're doing some intense thinking, but you're also checking email, you're responding to correspondence, stuff like that, you're on the phone, you're um, probably surfing the net, as some people do, at times a little too much. Um, right? Like This is very intense thinking that's involved in studying for the LSAT. So I realized then, if I treated it like something I was going to do for eight hours a day straight, it probably was not going to serve me well. I get a lot of students who come to me and um, are trying to do this for eight hours a day, study for the LSAT for eight hours a day, and they wonder why they're not being as effective. And it's not for lack of a work ethic. Usually, if a student comes to me, they've got a heck of a work ethic, and I really respect it, but it can be counterproductive to try to do this for eight hours a day. Um, The human brain can only focus uh, for so long. And again, it's not like any other job where you're doing a lot of shallow tasks or lower order thinking tasks. You're doing incredibly higher order thinking. So, here's some takeaways from my experience and, and what I always tell my students. If you have the luxury of having all this extra time, don't treat it like a full-time job eight hours a day. Maybe a better way to think of it is to treat it like a part-time job. Four hours. If you really want to push it six hours. Even then, I'm kind of wary about it. And when I say four hours, that four hours is max. That really pushing at six hours is max, right? Because the thing is, once you get past four hours, you, you, your ability to focus really wanes, and uh, because again, right, we only have so much mental energy. You're not, you're not checking email here. You're not corresponding to things. You're not, you know, doing. You're really um, using your brain power with this stuff. It's very intense work. So, what I'd rather you do is stop around four hours and do something else. I mean, it doesn't have to, you, know, you could do other work, maybe, you know, maybe if you're getting ready for applying, you could maybe do something less taxing, like get your resume in order, um, or you know, get called together people that are going to write letters of recommendation for your uh, law school application, or maybe even outline your personal statement. Um, it's, it's obviously that serious, right? But it's not as taxing as say doing a logic game or reading through an intense um, reading comp passage. But you know, stop your LSAT work around four hours. Again, if you're really pushing it, maybe six. Because inevitably what happens, this has happened to me, so right after that fourth hour, my, my ability to focus wanes. But then I feel like I need to work. So I'm sitting there, but I'm not effective. And so the remaining two to four hours, right, to bring it to a total of eight hours, it's just not very effective. And it becomes, uh, it's just not very fun either. And then you might find yourself just procrastinating overall the next day when you got to work again because you're like, oh, do I got to sit down for eight hours? you find excuses not to do it because who wants to sit there for eight hours, especially after the first four hours when it just becomes really challenging because we don't have the bandwidth for it. Instead, if you say four hours max, when I'm here, I'm going to do those four hours. I'm going to do them really well. And when I'm done, Cool. I'll do what I need to do. I'll even relax. I deserved it, and I'll come back, and then I'll do four hours tomorrow or when I get to study next, right? Rather, you do four hours well, feel good about it, and then when it's time to study again, you're ready. You're, um, you've had time to uh, to decompress, right, and to recover. Um, Rather than just slogging through eight hours where, again, after the fourth hour, you're just not as effective. It can be very counterproductive. So, again, make it a part-time job. Maybe even set up an actual schedule. Put yourself on the clock, right? You don't skip work. You don't show up late. You don't spend your workday texting. So treat this like a job. Now, a part-time job, but treat it like a job. You have a set time and you do your work. Now, life happens. What if something happens? You don't get to work late. You don't get to the L set study late. Fine, right? But even put in your calendar you know, hey, I'm going to be studying from this time to this time. Um, right? So, have that same approach. Treat it like a part time job. Have that sit schedule. Another thing sit at a proper desk. You know, like I see people sometimes they don't have a proper desk and it's not good. It's not good for your back. It's not good for your ability to focus. Sit at a proper desk. Even if it's just a basic desk you can get from Ikea, um, you want to be able to sit at a proper desk where you're comfortable. At a job, you'd be sitting at a proper desk. Also, take reasonable breaks, right? If you're at a job or you're studying for school or whatever, right? You take breaks for coffee. Now, you don't want those coffee breaks to turn into... Uh, way more than they should. I know it's very tempting. But again, manage yourself. You know when you're doing the right thing and you know when you're not. Um, And and when I say the right thing, I mean the right thing by yourself, right? By serving yourself properly. Um, And then, right, another thing to keep in mind, I kind of alluded to this before, but once you've put in those hours, the rest of that day is yours to do as you please. Just like a part-time job, you put in your hours, you can go relax, you should. That way you'll be refreshed and you'll have gotten like that leisure out of your system the next time you want to go and study. Um, So limit those part time hours. Uh, It's super important. Um, And then I guess just a a couple of other key points. Um, Be careful about what you're doing this, right? like where you're doing this. Again, like I said, have a proper uh, have a proper workspace, have a proper desk. You don't want to do this at Starbucks, particularly if you're studying for the LSAT. I made the mistake of trying to study at Starbucks or in coffee shops. Sounds like a good idea, but it's not. Um, you can have coffee on you, right? But you, you want to be able to focus. You want to be in a quiet environment. I don't recommend, you know, obviously, if you're taking a practice test, right? do that in silence don't do that with music but if you want to study the music I don't recommend it normally because you do want to focus if you are going to study with music I'd recommend something without words classical music without words maybe maybe jazz without words or maybe maybe even sometimes soundtracks to movies as long as there's no words because that way it won't be confusing when you're trying to think through these ideas um but again right a quiet environment um also, you know, I mean, coffee's great, but be careful. There's always too much of a good thing. You don't want to overdo it. Um, as in anything, experiment, self-correct, find what works best for you. If there's a certain part of the day when you function better, maybe that's when you want to study. Um, it's funny. I used to think I was better at night, and there's some benefits to that, but I think a lot of, the, to my surprise, um, I'm better after a good night's sleep earlier in the day. So. But everyone's different, experiment, see what works for you. If you're taking a practice test, right, take that practice test at the same consistent time. One of the benefits of uh, taking, um, you know, taking the flex the, the way it's set up with the modern health set is for the most part, if you're in North America, you will get the time when you want. Now I have some, some students who are um, outside of, uh, of North America and it's they don't, it's not as easy for them to get the time that they want but if you're in north america you probably will get the time that you request if you request it in a reasonable amount of time within an hour or so so try to find the time that works for you when you're taking practice tests and consistently take those exams at the same time or use that time to experiment now one other thing about these practice tests if you take a practice test that should count towards your studying that day. I mean, obviously, you've probably heard me talk in, in other podcasts about doing a warm-up or some review. Cool, right? But I'm not gonna take a practice test. Uh, you know, those four to th- you know three to four sections, ideally four sections if you're doing the experimental, right? Doing that kind of intense uh, work that's involved in taking a practice test, and then go study some more intensely for four hours. Now, like, I'll count that that practice test is part of my study. Be realistic. I'd rather you do less, use your mental energy well, and get the most out of it, than try to do too many things and exhaust yourself. Because if you don't pace yourself, it won't be as sustainable, and you'll find your body kind of quitting on you, or you'll find yourself making excuses not to study. You Don't want to do that. Pace yourself. So again, some key takeaways. Make it a part-time job, four hours, if you want to push it six hours max. Put yourself on on a schedule, right? But again, treat it like a part-time job. Thank you for listening. Again, I'm your host, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. Please do subscribe to the LSAT Habits Podcast and share these episodes with friends. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, feel free to reach out to me and check out my website. Again, it's jdlsat.com. That's jdlsat.com.